The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast TaylorMade Sell 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter bef- to enter today before the big drawing on Sunday, April the 8th. And Ross, we're brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you'll ever need to dominate. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, April the 3rd, currently 11-13 on the East Coast. No NBA games today, but that's not a problem. We're still going to talk about some things in the NBA going on. It's the final week of the regular season. I know that uh, NCAA National Championship is tonight, but, hey, we still have a lot to figure out, at least in the Western Conference Um, for some of these teams in the playing tournament but we'll break it all down in the final week of futures that we may be looking at playoff implications and things of that nature but joining me here as usual on mondays you guys know him as a superstar of the show he's the villain it's terrell Furman jr terrell it's already the last week of the regular season my man you excited yeah i'm ready for the playoffs to start it's it's been a long ride but we here i'm ready to see some real ball being played and i'm ready to see some teams collapse because they are definitely some teams that are collapsing yeah i mean just yesterday i think we had a a pretty interesting schedule i know you and uh Glante recorded yesterday how did the picks turn out yesterday for you guys my lock cashed i had bulls minus five that was easy uh my dog was the thunder yeah they just so again and i don't know i I, I I got a hard on for the Thunder, and that's what happened. I, I got a hard on for Thunder, and I forgot that they're literally trying to give away the 10 seed, and just nobody wants to take it. Like, nobody wants to take it. But uh, the Dallas game was good. Dallas ca- uh, Dallas covered. He, uh, yes, he's saying that Hawks cashed. The Hawks did not cash because the Hawks were a three-point favorite. They did not mm-hmm. cover. The Dallas did cover. They almost tried. They tried to blow that game a million times. And they ultimately ended up. I think that was a bad foul call on Kyrie Irving in yeah. the last possession. It was. It was Trey Young slipped into Kyrie. Kyrie was already moving. Like that's just incidental contact. You don't really uh, call anything like that. But ZM uh, really. ZM is my biggest hater. I swear you are. He comes in here every day and tries to and tries to figure out the one two games that I'm wrong. I did, did was was Memphis my lock? No, I just said I like Memphis because they're a better team. But again, with Memphis, you that was the ultimate, and that just proved that for the rest of the week we have to fade Memphis. They don't care. They don't care. They truly don't care. That was they, a tale like, of Memphis two does not care, though. huh? I mean, that game was a tale of two halves. I thought that Memphis was pretty much running away with that game. It was really the third quarter. They didn't care. Yeah. yeah. And once the second half came, it was like, all right. I mean, like, and then you're watching, but you're watching the collapse, and there, there's no sense of urgency. There's no nothing. They're just like, all right, like, bro, we're still a two seed in the West. Like, we do not care about this game. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty much, I think we've talked about that. They're pretty much cemented into that two seed. Uh, Denver with a huge victory last night against Golden State. Um, that was Golden State's gonna, worst wa- loss of the season. It was, yeah, I mean, it was an That's ugly That's the worst loss night. of the season. I think, I, yeah. I, all things considered, that has to be the worst loss of the season. No Jokic, you go into Denver. One, you need the momentum of finally winning a road game. Two, mm-hmm. you need the win in general. Make sure you're not yourself closer to a play-in. Like that that might have been that might have been the worst loss for them all season. Yeah, I think that I mean I, I kind of went. They still covered. The they still covered. So going to state yeah, last two and a half. I'm plus two and a yeah. half. Plus two and a half still cashes. So just. yeah. I mean, if you take a look at the box score last night in that game, when you have your two best players ended up uh, combining, I think it was like 17 of 56 from the Yikes. floor, and I think they were. I'm trying to pull up the three-point number. Seven of 30 from three-point land, and Denver only wins by two. If you would have told me after the game that those were the shooting numbers for um, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, I would have think that Denver won by at a minimum of double digits in this game. I would have. Um, yeah, if you right. told me that Denver didn't have Jokic, I would have told you they lost the game, no matter who yeah. they were playing. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way. And so, good on Denver. That was a really, really good win. That was a, I think, for that team, outside of Jokic, getting that win like that with Jokic out mm-hmm. is like the huge, a huge confident booster to where they truly believe, hey, we can do this. Like, we can't yeah. do this this year. Yeah, They're not going to do it, but they really believe that they can do it. And I think that's really good for the psyche of that team. Yeah, and then yesterday we also saw the biggest upset, we can say, in NBA history as far as a point spread. The Portland Trailblazers as a, depending on the number that you got. 17 point close, Yeah, 17. I think I also saw 18 and a half close to game time, but... They get the victory over the middle. Oh, no. It, yeah, it was 19. It says it closed Wasn't at it? 19 and a half. It yeah. says it right here. Yeah, it says right here. It closed at 19 and a half. Holy Yeah, crap. they got the victory over Minnesota, 107-105. And then the other upset was the San Antonio Spurs taking Sacramento into overtime yesterday and beating them by eight points, 142-134. I think I can understand the uh, Sacramento one more, Terrell, because they clinched in Portland, they stayed in Portland, played another game against Portland in Portland. They came back home. And then from what I read that there were like fans at the airport waiting to greet them. And then you know how it is when they get back from a long mm-hmm. West coast or from a road trip, Yay. a little flat spot for them yesterday. But uh, yeah, those were the two upsets yesterday in the association. Uh, so we're kind of starting to see a shape up now, at least in the Western conference of, you know, which teams are going to be in that play in tournament or I should say for the Eastern Conference, at least. I think there's still things up for grabs in the Western Conference. But uh, before we get into the, the playoff picture and all that good stuff, Terrell, anything else you want to mention about yesterday before we actually dive into the last week of the NBA and then the playoff look ahead? Yes. Um, the Utah Jazz are inevitable. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What's the updated number on them as the underdog? I believe that we are now up to 30, 12, and 1 as an underdog this season. There we go. You're up 18 jillion, trillion, kabillion, zillion units. 
And they're a team that just doesn't give up, man. Especially in that if they're down at the half, like you think they're down, like bro, they were down, they were down double, double digits. digits. <laughs> they yeah. were down double digits at this yeah. at one point in the game, and they came back in the fourth quarter. They what did they outscore them? Yeah, they yeah, they did. Twenty six. 42-26 fourth quarter. Like, oh my god, this team is this team's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I can't. When do we? When do they play again? When do we get them? Oh, I oh think, my god, they're a seven point dog at home to the Lakers. They're gonna win that yeah. game outright. That number opened at five too. That's all the way up to seven now. They're gonna win um, that game outright. Hey, it's a it's a possibility. But it's man. a look ahead spot for the Lakers. The Lakers have the Clippers on Clippers Wednesday. the next night. Yep. yep. Yeah, they have the Clippers the next night. They're gonna lose that game outright. Then the Lakers are gonna go beat the Clippers for the first time in I don't know how long. I think it's the oh and nine over the last ten or nine games head to head. Something like that. Did they seriously not get a win? They didn't beat the Clippers this season. Oh, they haven't. Did they? I don't think so. Here, I'll try to look it up. Um. So head ahead. No, they oh, still no. They still nine, haven't beat the Clippers. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm sorry, ten games in a row. They still haven't beat the Clippers. I really need the Clippers to lose that game for my seven to one Clippers to miss the playoff ticket. I, I think that I think they do beat them on Wednesday because let's just. Uh, I mean, we could just transition right into it here. Um, in the Western Conference, but hold on. Before we do that, uh, before we get into the futures and all that good stuff, we'll start with the Western Conference. But let me tell everyone um, about Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with the new gear built to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays, they're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've ever worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays is the most uh, has the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by the lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair for free. No questions asked. Wear Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within the 30-day return window period. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given away their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN. For a 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shady Rays rated five star by over 200,000 people. I just got an email this morning, uh, Terrell, that uh, my Shady Rays were shipped. So hopefully they get in uh, time, maybe for the show tomorrow or uh, on Thursday. I can, you know, sport those uh, polarized sunglasses that I did order. Um, all right. So you want to start with the West or you want to start with the East? Yeah, let's go. Let's just finish up the West. All right. So right now, I, I think we pretty much know who the one and two seeds or even one to three seeds are going to be in the Western Conference. That right now is the Denver Nuggets, who have a three-game lead over the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies have a two-game lead in that two spot over the Sacramento Kings. Uh, and then Phoenix right now is pretty much cemented into that fourth spot as well. So between three and four, so between Sacramento and Phoenix, 
is a four-game separation. And now where it gets interesting, Terrell, it's from the five seed all the way down. Let's go down to the 11th seed. We can even go down to the 12th seed if we want. So currently, if the playoffs started right now, we would have a first-round matchup between the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers and the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. Right now, in that play-in tournament bracket, the two teams I would face off for that seventh spot would be the L.A. Lakers taking on the Pelicans, and then the number nine and ten seed currently are the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Eleventh seed right now is the Dallas Mavericks. You, they are they they just nobody want to take that ten seed. Like everybody is trying to avoid the ten seed, like crack in the eighties. Like oh my god. I think all three of these teams have lost their last three games or like three of their four last games, something like that. Like they've all been losing. Yeah. So Minnesota has lost three in a row now. OKC, I think I want to say I've lost three, four of the last five or three of the last four. So OKC has, has lost. Yeah. OKC has lost three of the last four. Dallas has lost three in a row. Mm-hmm. Utah has lost. It feels like. Yeah, three of their last four. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, I think the funny thing about the plan is that we've been forgetting a 10 seed is still a 10 seed. Your team still sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, for the majority of the existence of the NBA, if you're a 10 seed, your team sucks. And now yeah. you're watching all these sucky teams battle out for one seed, and we're trying to talk ourselves into them being good, and they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. I was trying to, I sort of got, I thought I saw it earlier, make or miss playoff odds before we got on there. Okay, there we go. All right, so let's start with the bottom there because that's really the conversation right now. Obviously, I think the Lakers are going to be in that play-in tournament bracket. They may be able to leapfrog into the sixth spot if they really wanted to, uh, if Golden State continues to struggle. Um, so Golden State right now has a half a game lead over the seventh spot, the L.A. Lakers. The Warriors have one game against the Kings left, one against Portland, and one against OKC. Okay, And the Lakers, like we talked about, they still have two games against the Utah Jazz. They have one against Phoenix, and they have one against the Clippers. So judging, I guess, by that, I, I think Golden State still does finish as a sixth seed, and then we probably see Lakers playing for that seventh, eighth seed matchup. Right now, as far as odds could go right now, Terrell, Lakers are minus 900 to make the make the playoffs. This is not a play-in turn to make the playoffs, and then the no is at 6-1. to one. Let's go further down the list. Pelicans to make the playoffs, minus 245, and for them to miss the playoffs is plus 195. So, and pretty much thinking, or the books are thinking that Lakers and Pelicans are probably going to end up being the seventh or eighth seed. If we want to go down a little further, Minnesota is plus 105 to make the playoffs. And then if we want to go down even further, Dallas Mavericks has plus 750 trail to make the playoffs. Any of that entice you? I mean, I think the value is just fading the standings as they are right now. Like, cause they're basically, they're basically just going off the standings and they're saying one through eight is a hundred percent going to make it. And you're trying to tell me that there is a more than zero chance possibility that the loser of the seven, eight game doesn't lose again mm. because the Cavs were the seven seed last year. They lost twice and got bounced out. Mm-hmm. 
I want to say the Clippers lost both games and got bounced out last year. Was that did that happen? They lost the first game against Minnesota. Yeah, they were eliminated by Minnesota, right? They lost the first game to Minnesota. Did they then did they not lose the next to the game Pelicans. to the Pelicans? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so if we're just going off of the last year, both seven seeds found themselves out to play in. Or you could just say the winner or the loser of the first game found themselves out. So I think there's value on just saying there is more than a zero possibility that New Orleans, Lakers, Golden State, Clippers, because all those are in the realm for the 7-8 seed, could be out. So I'm already sitting on a Clippers 7-1, and yeah. I feel pretty decent about saying the Clippers have a chance to miss because it's really that Lakers game. That Lakers game solidifies you in the playoffs. I think the yeah. winner of that Lakers-Clippers game solidifies you in the playoffs. And then the Clippers have the Trailblazers, and then they finish the season with the Suns. Yeah, so I'm not the Suns, you're telling me that Chris Paul in this team is going to have an opportunity to bounce the Clippers into the playing game, and they're not going to go all out. Yeah. So really? let, let, yeah, so let's look at the Clippers' remaining schedule there. Right. So, like we mentioned, they have a game against Phoenix, and then they have the game against the Lakers, and then they have Portland. Portland. I know they're missing their top, pretty much their entire starting lineup, but they're so feisty, man. That I mean, look, we saw it yesterday. They beat Minnesota. I mean, it's a possibility that they they pay spoiler, and and I think they lose to the I think they lose to the Lakers and the Clippers. If they lose to the Lakers and the Clippers, that they're in a the play in. That's not because that's one win. You're half game back. The Lakers are going to move up. Golden State ha- would have to hold serve because they have the tiebreaker over Golden State. And Golden yeah. State has the Warriors coming to home. They got to go a road trip to the – they have two road games to end the season against the, the Kings Warriors and the Trailblazers. Yeah. Yeah, so if we just assume everybody beats the Trailblazers. And then you have that road game again. Okay, so that could be a situation. They have to win that. They have to win out. The Warriors have to win out. Yeah, I think so. Because I assume that they're going to bounce back against the the Thunder at home tomorrow night. They have mm-hmm. to win that that road game against the Kings. Luckily, the Kings have nothing to play for. Literally, yeah. nothing to play for other than the opportunity to bounce the Warriors out. Or does Mike Brown do his former team a favor? Ooh, <laughs> play the X Files. Oh, dear Fox. Ooh. Oh, dear Fox. Your wrist is. Yeah. He, he definitely could look out. Hey, he definitely could look out. But I also, and uh, Tony said it in the chat a little bit earlier, like Seton is so funny and it's just so many situations that I think that it's impossible for these teams to game plan for it because all these games are like one, like they're all a half game in between each other and nobody wants to play Phoenix in round one. <laughs> yeah, nobody does. Yeah, Nobody, right. <laughs> like I think people would probably, you know, rather take their chances into play and then run into Phoenix in round one. So it's just like, I don't know, man. Because Phoenix is, is the four. Like, Phoenix is the four. And so, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's just, yeah. it, it, we're going to try to figure out who's going to be the fifth seed between. I mean, you could throw the Lakers in that conversation, the Clippers, and the Warriors. No. So if, the, if Golden State loses Golden State to, to OKC, five, I think. if Golden State loses, no. I don't even think if Golden State loses to OKC. I think if just if the Lakers, if the Lakers beat the Clippers, they're the, they're the five seed. 
If Lakers beat the Clippers, they are the five seed. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that's how I saw that it plays out. This who, wow. Whose schedule who who made this schedule? This schedule, hey, they was in a bag in this schedule. This was the <laughs> perfect spot for a Lakers Clippers game, and we didn't. <laughs> All right. I don't think I've been this excited for a Lakers Clipper game ever. So who do you okay, so I'm still sticking to my guns, and I, I'm still sitting on a on a plus seven hundred Clippers to miss the playoffs ticket. So I'm gonna still root for them to lose and find themselves in the play-in. Okay, because anything can happen in the play-in. Like, yeah. I, I, if you're in the play-in, I think everybody has a chance, and we can reevaluate futures there. In terms yeah. of make, I think the only make I really want to buy in is I want to buy in on. Oh no, I don't know if I want to say that out loud. For the, is for Minnesota the, plus one hundred and five not some value though? They're playing like I, okay. I know they just lost to the Showblazers, but like, so it, it was the Showblazers. Nobody really cared. Is is that not good value? Like, do we really think Minnesota's not gonna make it at all? With you know, so Minnesota has a pretty. I, I think for sure they're gonna be in that playing tournament bracket because they have Brooklyn. They have Pelicans and they have Spurs left. Those are the three games for the final week of the regular season here. Um, all right, so let, let me rewind a little bit. So who do you think ends up as a five seed in the West? Uh, what's Golden State's route again? I'm going to say Golden State. Okay. And then you think Lakers will be sixth? Yeah. Okay. Because Lakers are going to lose to the Jazz. Okay. The Jazz are winning, the Jazz are winning that home game. And then the Lakers are going to go and they're going to beat the Clippers. Ooh, they'll probably lose to the Suns. And then they beat the Jazz. Everybody's so going to do, their... <laughs> do their best to avoid Phoenix. <laughs> no, nah, seriously, the Suns do have to lose one game before the end of the year. Yeah, but they're like they cemented into that four spot, though. Yeah, they but they got to lose one of the Like, the last three games of the season is Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers. They lose one of those games. I guess probably I think Denver. Well, who do they play on Sunday? I, I like if they're pretty much cemented that four. I don't think anybody plays in that game. I'm, okay, going back. So yeah, I'm gonna go Lakers. I think that math checks out. If the Clippers lose to, because I think they lose to the Lakers in the Sun, and the Lakers lose to, because I think the Lakers lose to the Jazz on Tuesday, and then they just bench everybody, give up on the game, get ready for the Clippers. And then lose to the Sun. I think that adds up to the Lakers being the sixth seed. Okay. All right. So yeah, then well, Golden State has your fifth seed. Yeah, because the Kings, the Kings really don't got nothing to play for, man. If they, if there was ever a real game for them to win, it's a real game against a team that has nothing to play for. All right. Okay. And then we kind of get into the play-in tournament there. So we think the Clippers fall into that play-in tournament bracket. Let me go. Yeah, I'm sticking with my guns. I don't know how they do, but they get in a play-in tournament. So so we're pretty much thinking Pelicans, Clippers, Wolves. Oh, I mean, take your pick between who wants to give up the 10 seed. Nobody wants it, clearly. I. I think everybody's assumption oh, is man. it's going to be da- Dallas is going to figure it out at some point, but there's a very good possibility that Luka Doncic is not in the playoffs. God, can you imagine that? So Dallas right now has three games left. They have one against Sacramento. 
They have the Spurs, and then they have Chicago. Utah has four games left. Utah is going to win one because I'm I'm basically bought into them beating the Lakers now. Even though the Lakers actually do own the Jazz, low-key. LeBron owns the Jazz, low-key. Hold on. Let me see. There's a game between OKC and Utah. And I'm trying to see if that's on Sunday because I feel like no, the it's winner on Thursday. That, oh, it's on Thursday? Okay. Yeah, it's on Thursday. Okay. So I think the winner of that game may end up being the 10th seed unless Dallas wins all their games. Okay. I can buy that. Yeah. Yeah, I can buy so that. Can you winner. put anything down on Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks at plus 750? To make the play, I think so. My question is: Do you think Dallas can beat the Kings? Yeah, it's just kind of going back to your point that because is they Zach neither Rando's team plays defense, play neither yeah. team plays defense, and that's the that's the only issue. Because I would sit here and tell you that the Kings aren't going to play for anything, but I mean, if you're giving them open shots, they're NBA players; they're going to make it. Yeah, like for sure. even if you got nothing to play for, if you have an open shot as an NBA player, you're going to make it. So. I'm just like, if you think if you think that the Mavericks beat the Kings, then they probably make the 10 seed, and they're in a they have a chance to make the playoffs. And that game on yesterday against Atlanta was was their last road game of the year. Their remaining three are all at home for the Mavericks. And guess what? Now they have their first home game coming off a five game road trip. Yep, it's not a good. Well, spot. they have two days off in between. Okay. Because obviously no games today. They don't play tomorrow. That first game's not till Wednesday. So they're Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for the Mavericks. I might put a little bit something down at plus 750. I mean, with Luka. Do, I mean, don't you think the league would want Luka in the playoffs? Yeah, but it's not up to the league. What are they going to do? But Scott Foster in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they going to do? <laughs> I mean, they... It's up for the de- for for the Mavericks to decide they want to play defense. Did you yeah, see that true. game last night? Like there was did, so yeah. many open cuts to the basket. Like it was so many easy buckets. I but I do think that there is, I think that there is value on the winner of the nine ten game making the playoffs. But Minnesota, they kind of sapped it out because they're plus one hundred five. Yeah, and so you're kind of assuming that Minnesota is in the 7-8 game. Like, those numbers... Plus 105 tells me that Minnesota's in the 7-8 game and not in the 9-10 game. So, if you like Minnesota, you wait, and you mm-hmm. just see if they lose. And if they find themselves in a 9-10 game, then you're going to get juice, better juiced odds for them to make the playoffs. Other than that, yeah. and I can see... Because what's New Orleans' last three? Four. New Orleans has the Kings, the, the Grizzlies, the Knicks... And the Timberwolves. That that's pretty tough. Oh, so the last game of the season is probably so that's probably going to decide who who makes it. The that Pelicans Timberwolves game and the, that probably decides who's the eight and who's the nine. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that but that, that is a pretty tough four game stretch there. I'm going to. I say we dance with the one that brought us, and we've been riding OKC all year. All year. I think that everybody's talking about they want to see Luka Doncic in the playoffs. I think we deserve a SGA in the playoffs. I think we truly deserve that. I think you put a little bit down on both. 
They're both plus 750 right now to make the playoffs. Thunder are plus 750, and the Mavericks are plus 750. Yeah, we deserve – because Jason Tatum dropped – didn't Jason Tatum drop 50 in a game that didn't matter? Um, Possibly. There was there's some game that there's some game that he dropped fifty in a game that didn't matter. That's what happens. Shea drops fifty and they end the play in and they move on. Yeah, we dance with the one that brought us. We've been riding with OKC all year. We've been riding with OKC all year, saying how good of a season they have. I know that they're folding right now, but we we trust them to somehow, some way, find a way in. We take OKC plus seven fifty. I guess we give Luca the respect of the league, trying to push him, and we take yeah. him at plus seven fifty two. Okay. All right. Tatum dropped a 51-piece on Charlotte back in January. No, it's another it's another game. What was that game that they said didn't count for the record? Was it in the play-in? But Boston hasn't been oh, in the play-in, have they? I don't know. Boston's never been in the play-in. No. So what game was it that they said that he – I got to go look it up. It's some game where they said he dropped 50 points and it didn't matter. I just thought it was funny. Okay. All right. Well, let me, uh, before we move over to the Eastern Conference, let me tell everyone about Sword Vitality. Self care is cool. Self care is manly. And be proud of taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself. 40% of men are affected by impotence at the age of 40. And nearly 70% of men are affected at the age of 70. Stop buying those highly suspect pills in gas stations. You know, you've bought them and. Some of them work. Some of them don't work. No more hiding that little blue pill in your sock drawer either. You manscape, but do you also take care of the plumbing? Sword Vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man. And if you aren't experiencing uh, erections in the morning, talking about Sword Vitality should be as comfortable as anything else men talk about with their partners. You like to hike. You love watching football. And you can also tell your partner without any uh, discomfort that you use sword vitality there's three main benefits when it comes to using sword vitality increase blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom sword vitality can help increase your stamina and you don't have to hide it you can be proud of it unsheath your sword visit swordvitality.com using promo code sgpn for a nice discount at checkout that's swordvitality.com promo code sgpn and we're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their tailor-made driver contest. It's Masters Week. The contest is completely free to enter. You have a chance to win an awesome tailor-made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th. So make sure you get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. All right, Terrell, Eastern Conference, I think that they're right now, um, according to, well, not according to, but to most people that there's a clear one and two that are possibly on a collision course into the Eastern Conference Finals. Milwaukee and Boston. I know you probably don't agree with Boston, but uh, right now that's just the separation. Milwaukee looks like they're going to end up as a number one seed. Boston is at uh, the number two seed. They have a three-game lead over the Philadelphia 76ers, who the Sixers right now are in that third spot. So between second and third, between Boston and Philly, there's a, a three-game separation. So one and two is pretty much decided. I think Philly is pretty much also cemented into that three spot uh, where they have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then the Cavs, I think, are also pretty much cemented into that four spot where they have a three-game lead 
over the New York Knicks, who are that fifth team. So right now, as it stands, one, two, three, and four and are five. pretty much decided. And yeah, five, two. Yeah, the Knicks close to playoffs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five. So Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, and Knicks. It's looking like it's going to be a Cavs and Knicks first round matchup. And then I think also, Terrell, what do you think? Brooklyn Nets are cemented into that sixth spot as well. They have a two game lead over the seventh seed Miami Heat. Mm, they got four games left with Timberwolves, Pistons, Magic, 76ers. They could go to, they could legitly go two and two during that span. And that two yeah. games is what Miami needs. Miami has Pistons, 76ers, Heat. So, nah, I think that there's still, there's still a conversation to be had with four games left, two game lead. There's still a conversation to be had for those two, but. I think okay. it's fairly for certain that the Knicks three games left Pacers Pelicans Pacers that they're pretty much submitted into five. Yeah. So right now six through ten are separated. Well, I okay. So the conversation is going to be who's going to end up as a six seed, whether it's Brooklyn or Miami, because they're only separated by two games. And then eight, nine, and ten are separated by one game, um, and that is pretty much it. Nobody below them can get into the playing tournament bracket in the Eastern Conference because pretty much every team has been eliminated. Well, like Orlando, like Orlando Magic. Yeah, I was about to say, Orlando technically has not been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, yet. They, yeah, I guess so, if, they win, if they win all four with some losses, they can actually get in, but yeah, we can, but they we have can go a, ahead and chop them out. Yeah, they have the second hardest schedule remaining. They have two against the Cavs, one against Brooklyn, and then one against Miami to the Orlando uh, Magic. That's tough. For yeah. four teams that are all in the playoffs. If you yeah. want to get to the playoffs, you're going to have to earn it. Yeah. Right now, which ends up at one seed. So right now, if the playoffs started as of today, you would have a matchup between the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks for the seventh spot. And then obviously the loser of that matchup would play the winner of the nine and 10 seed right now, which is the Toronto Raptors. And the Chicago Bulls. Now the Toronto Raptors are playoff bound, or sorry, uh, play in tournament bound. Uh, we can say um, it's just going to be figuring out who's going to be playing who um, in that seven to ten bracket. As far as odds right now go, Terrell uh, for Miami, they are minus six fifty to make the playoffs. Atlanta minus one twenty to make the playoffs. Toronto plus 125 to make the playoffs, and the Chicago Bulls are at plus 285. Any of that excite you? Or I guess let's start the conversation on who we think is going to end up as a seventh and eighth seed. Well, I think that there is, if you just go off of the history of the Hawks and the playing tournament. Uh, <laughs> no, but. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just talking about the Hawks in this season. Have they won back-to-back games all season? So there was a tweet that I saw yesterday that said they haven't won consecutive games in. I think I don't know if it was all season or like seventy-something days, and they've given up one. They've scored one less point than the amount of points that they've given up as well. The last time they won back-to-back games was that back-to-back sec against the Wizards earlier this month. But, like, so maybe it was three games in a row that they're – yeah, so I think it maybe it was three games in a row. They haven't put together – a win. oh, maybe it was longer than two games. That might have been it, that it was, it was longer like than two games. Tweet. 
because I'm just seeing a bunch of two game win streaks, but like that third game, <laughs> that third game <laughs> is looking pretty, pretty sick. Oh, okay, here we go. We got a three game win streak in in January. All right. Oh wait, is that four? Oh, they did January was good month for them. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know, man. I I just do we think the, the Hawks have a pretty hard schedule going back? Like you have the Bulls, Wizards, 76ers, Celtics. I guess you're mm-hmm. hoping that the 76ers and Celtics aren't playing for anything. But how many times have we seen teams blow that? Yeah. It's happened more often than not, I think. This this game tomorrow against the Bulls and the and it's crazy because the Bulls are favored in that game. It's so they're favored in the game tomorrow. Game. But that doesn't sound right. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. That doesn't sound right. So they both have the same record, right? 39, 39? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Uh, Chicago is 38 and 40. Oh, okay, okay. That's so one why. less game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they would have the same record if, the, if they win the game. If Chicago wins, yeah, then Atlanta and Chicago would have the same record, yeah. So if, if, so if Chicago's favored to win... But Chicago's two, plus two eighty to make it, and Atlanta one. What is that? They, I, I think there's too much assumption that Atlanta is just gonna like they're minus one twenty. I think there's yeah. too much assumption that they're just gonna get into the play in and win. And it's like, wait, Atlanta's been a five hundred ball club all year. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they, I, I don't think that expecting them to win two games in a row. Maybe it's just one if they keep hold if they hold on to the seven eight. But if they fall to 9-10, I don't think them winning two games in a row is automatically for certain. Yeah. And this season, so this is going to be the fourth game this season, and the Chicago has won two out of the three matchups. So this is a big game, obviously, for Atlanta um, if they want to get any type of, obviously, seeding. That secures a tiebreaker for... Tiebreaker as yeah, well. It's a, yeah. I mean, I... You know, I don't like the Bulls. I think the only for sure team that I feel confident that they can survive the play in is the Raptors. Yep. I could give you. I, I think that's it. I think that's the only team that I feel like 100% confident that they can survive the play in. I will, I will bet Raptors to make the playoffs at plus 125. I think that they can, okay. if they, if, even if they're sitting there at 9 10, I think that they have the experience to be able to win two games in a row. But and let me look at what games they got left. If they find themselves in the seven eight, that's even better, because you potentially have a clash with Miami or Brooklyn, potentially. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, they got the Hornets tomorrow in Charlotte. Okay, and Celtics, they just beat Celtics, them by twenty on Sunday. Celtics, Celtics, Bucks. That's a tough schedule end of season. Yeah. Celtics twice and Bucks. That's a, that's a tough schedule end of season, but. The fact is that we know they're making the play in. Like it's not they're falling out. So I I I'd like them at plus one twenty five to be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's just gonna obviously depend if they end up as eight, the eighth seed or the ninth seed or the tenth seed, right? And I think whoever is the higher seed has the home court advantage, right? So if you're the seventh seed, you play the the game at home, and if you're the ninth seed, you play the game at home. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I do like Toronto. I know we talked about this uh, when we were uh, previewing the second half of the season. I think me and Scott talked about betting on Toronto to make the playoffs. Um, I what the price was. I do remember us mentioning Toronto to make the playoffs. So 
I do like that as well. Chicago at plus 285. I guess at that point, you're kind of expect or thinking that Miami doesn't make it. I know Miami has been very impressive this year, especially on the road, 15 and 23 overall right now. And they have on their schedule, they have the second easiest schedule remaining. And it's teams against that are below 500. So it's Pistons, Magic, and Wizards for the Miami Heat. And the only Mm -hmm. tough matchup is going to be Philly. Um. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think plus one twenty five is probably the bet here for the for the Eastern Conference. I mean, not a bigger conversation as it was about the Western Conference, where everything was just just so tight between like mm-hmm. the fifth seed and all the way all the way down to the eleventh seed. But okay, wait. Uh, let's rewind back to the West because I just saw a bet, and I'm about to get down on it because this is the ultimate underdog bet. I know you guys. You know my infatuation with Utah. Oh, they just pulled it. You I just saw it too. That is insane. Exactly oh my god, they at. just pulled it. Wow. Wow. Okay, big oh, this is what I get for trying you? to have a monologue. Oh, they just pulled it. That just uh, tells you okay, that they're so watching. Okay, so I'm on DraftKings. So I'm on DraftKings and basically I'm looking By the at way, the we West. Can mention that they're now. watching. Yes, they're 100% watching the show cuz I they knew what I was going to say. So yes, Utah has been our underdog pick all season. I'm literally looking at to participate in the West play-in tournament. It was 30 to 1 for Utah just to participate. But basically they get the 10 seed. Yeah. And a 10 seed that nobody wants. All the teams are right there. They were 30 to 1 and they just pulled it. Try try another book. Try FanDuel. Oh, my gosh. So I'm looking at the standings right now. They're one and a half games out of that 10th spot. And they have the matchup with the Thunder. With the Thunder, the head-to-head matchup. And we don't know at what home. Dallas is going to do. Yeah. And the team doesn't give up. We just talked about it. They don't give up. Yeah. Oh, my god. And if gosh, they like got that victory blew. yesterday. I was literally about to get down on that bet right then and there. Let me see if it's on FanDuel. Playing no, they just put they pulled it on there too. Yeah, to make the West playing, it's only the East playing. Something just some news just dropped. Let me go search Twitter. What news just dropped? Uh, I don't see anything. I just see East up still right now. Uh, all right, you try to scrap that up. You find that's yeah, no, no, I ain't got it. No, we can keep we can keep moving, but just know. That's the bet I'm looking at. Whenever they're gonna put, they have to put it back up. It's no. They'll way put, they it back put it back up. Yeah, but it was thirty to one, like insane, insane odds for a team that one is playing the ten seed head to head. So that's automatically gonna give an extra boost. Mm. And then two, they're just really good as a dog. <laughs> and they, <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> that's insane that they really just pulled that. All right, uh, what else? What else we got before we wrap up today? I mean, that's all I had. You have anything else? I mean, are you sweating anything to end the season as far as win totals or anything with four, three, four games left for the final week? Um, I haven't even looked at. I gotta go back and look at the win totals. I haven't looked at that at all. That's maybe that's for another show. We we can have that conversation for another show. Okay. All right. So you want to give out a best bet before we get out of here? Uh, I know we talked about a couple of things that we do like as far as make miss playoffs or participate in play in tournament. Um. Anything you want to give out right now to the listeners? Let's give out the Raptors to make the playoffs. 
I don't think they fold. Of all those teams, I don't think the Raptors fold. Raptors make the playoffs plus 125. Okay. What is... Ah, they're not going to win out, damn. Um. Yeah, I think I want to coast on. There's nothing else that I really did like. If you want to sprinkle... Mm. Yeah, Raptors plus 25 for me as well. Clippers to miss the playoff 6-1? to one. I don't hate that. Yeah, I'll give those two out. Clippers to miss the playoff 6-1, to one, and then Raptors at plus 125 to make the playoffs. Um, and unfortunately for Terrell, they just pulled the Western Conference to participate in the play-in tournament. What do you think about Nets 20-1 to one to uh, participate in the play-in tournament? Huh. That's that's wait, because so you're basically saying that the Heat are locked into being the seventh seed. Yeah, that's pretty much what they are saying. Yeah, and then for the Miami Heat to make the playoffs right now is minus six fifty. No, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. You would just you should just bet Brooklyn to play to participate in the play, but. Hold on. What's the so they they had the Pistons, 76ers, Wizards, Magic left. They're two games back. If they go three and one, what does that put them at? Three and one, they'll be the five. The, they'll be the uh, six seed for sure. Then talking about Brooklyn, who, right? Yeah. Who has the tie? We got to figure out who has the tiebreaker between Miami and Brooklyn. I think Miami has it, if I'm not mis. Oh no, because uh, Nets beat them recently, didn't they? Hold on, let me see. Nets versus. Uh, so Nets have won two games, three, three. <laughs> yeah, they three won games. three. Yeah, they won three. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So yeah, no, the Nets have the tiebreaker, so they would need to win out. Miami would have to win out, and, and then the Nets would, would have to collapse. They would have to go like one in three down the stretch. Timberwolves, Pistons, Magic, seventy. Oh yeah, that is twenty to one. Still seems like that. That's like I feel like the value is there, even though the probability of it hitting isn't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Maybe just to dig into something deeper. Uh, all right. So that's something for us to, you know, really catch up on. Um, any championship futures or conference futures? Anything that sticks out to you, Terrell, before we get out of here? Mm. Right now, I'll, well, Western Con- Eastern Conference, you have the winner is the Bucks at plus 145 and Celtics at plus 150. Then there's a drop off to the Sixers at plus 475. I think the more interesting conversation is probably the Western Conference. Phoenix right now is favorite at plus 210, Denver at plus 330, and then Gold State plus 550, Grizzlies 6 to 1, Clippers plus I really have a hard time telling you anybody in the West that's beating Phoenix in seven games. I don't think so either. Like Kevin Durant, like you have to you have to root for injury to Kevin Durant or Chris Paul or Devin Booker. I think like, that even without Chris Paul, if it's still Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, I still think so. That. So if Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are on the team playing at the same time, they're they're walking into the finals. I really can't see anybody beating them seven times, like yeah. four times. I can't do it. I, I think, and I was having a conversation with someone last night that if the Lakers end up as a six seed, I think they have a 
easier path to the Western Conference Finals than if they were in that one eight four five range. Yeah, I'm I'm not wavering. I'm still on uh Milwaukee to win the East. I guess that's plus one forty five. Suns to win the West, two ten as my favorite ones. Uh, 76 is at plus 475 is probably the only outlier in the East that I would look at. Okay. And then yeah. you have, a, you have a, I think the West can go a lot of ways and it just depends if the Suns are healthy or not. Uh, yeah. If an injury doesn't occur between the Devin Booker, Chris Paul, or Durant. The Western conference is plus one Oh five to win the NBA finals. I think that's some value. Yeah. But if you think Phoenix is going to come out, you might as well just take Phoenix at plus two ten. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. So that'll catch up episode here on what's going to transpire over the final week of the regular season here. Uh, Terrell, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, my man? Uh, No, no. I am good. I Yeah, I have nothing, actually. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow uh, at the usual time to discuss the final week of the regular season games tipping off on Tuesday, huge schedule tomorrow. So we'll be back here at the usual time. Uh, make sure to follow Terrell on Twitter and Instagram at really real underscore underscore. Follow me on Twitter at sports nerd eight, two, four. But guys, before you get out of here, do us a favor, hit that like button on the stream here and subscribe to the NBA gambling podcast. We're ever so closer on YouTube. Uh, to getting a thousand uh, subscribers uh, on our YouTube channel here. So if you haven't already subscribed to us, do us a favor. Also follow us on Twitter at SGPNNBA. All right, we will be back tomorrow, like I said, with myself, Scott, and Delante. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it, get the ball, because I'm going to.